avenuepodcast.net. Hello, all my beautiful people. It is time once again for another amazing episode of If You Give a Data Podcast. So this week I have with me somebody that I think you guys are really going to enjoy. He is a wrestler out of the Texas area. He wrestles for Dog Pound Championship Wrestling, and he is the leader of the Grayson family. A few months ago, I had on Nathaniel Grayson on the show, and so you kind of got a little bit of the story there. Well, now you get the other side of the story with Xander Grayson on this episode. We kind of go in-depth into how the Xander Grayson character was created, as well as the Grayson family and a little backstory on it, how he developed the character, different things like that, and I'm very excited to have him on today. We talk about some other really cool subjects as well, and I think you guys are really going to enjoy this one. And for those of you who are here just to listen to the Xander Grayson episode, welcome. I hope that you enjoy what you hear, and I hope that you stick around and listen to some of the other great episodes I have here as well. So, if you guys are as excited as I am, then let's get the show on the road. If you give a dad a podcast. Hey, Dad. So, where did you actually train at? I made a really good career out of being able to bump, sell, and I had a punch me face. I wasn't about to call you dad, so. <laughs> Seriously? I felt like I was in an anime or something. People get really mad at those videos for some reason. Like, it triggers really? certain people. Yeah. Bloop. Wow. I was actually lost as an infant, and I was taken in by a traveling group of independent wrestlers. <laughs> I love it. I'm excited for this stuff. Bro. Get punched in the face on the daily. Do you always do these interviews with your shirt off? <laughs> what? Man, this guy won't shut up. All right, everybody. So today I have with me a guy that I've kind of got to talk to a little bit over social media and everything. And I've actually had um, one of his fellow family members on the show uh, in the past. And uh, I'm talking about the Grayson family. Uh, they're part of Dog Pound Championship Wrestling. I've also seen some of their work that they've done with Ozark Mountain Wrestling, which is kind of in my area as well. Uh, it's Texas-based group, and he is the leader of the Grayson family, and that is Xander Grayson. Man, how are you doing today? I am doing phenomenal today. Uh, it has been a wonderful day. Uh, just basically waking up and just had the best of moods knowing that my family is ready to take on any newcomers or to take on any new members to our family if anyone is interested. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I, I did see uh, not too long ago you posted that you have a new uh, member of your family. Yes. Uh, the Wolf NDA. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he is our newest member. He is half man, half beast. Uh, he's right. from a small, yes, yeah, small village uh, in Africa mm -hmm. called Cameroon. And to get in contact with him, I I did a little traveling myself. I saw some of his work online, uh, and I I just said to myself, I need this guy a part of my family. Yeah. I need a I need a new beast. And so when I contacted him, uh, he was very he was very skeptical about it at first because he didn't really understand English. Uh -huh. uh, he was still he was still speaking in his strong accent, in his native tongue. So 
I got you. Uh, he wasn't very sure. But over time, him and I have built chemistry, and now we have a title match coming up on May 6th for The Wolf. Right on. Yeah, I, I saw the, the video that you posted, and that is one thing that has really grabbed me. Uh, the first time that I ever saw anything about the Grayson family, it was a uh, video that you guys did um, for when you were at the last Ozark Mountain Wrestling show. And uh, yeah. it, it really, you know, it grabbed my attention, especially with just the intensity of when you're speaking and stuff like that. And uh, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, the... The story behind the Grayson family, uh, it, it's one that just, it would grab your heart, but in, in, in a weird way. I don't know how to explain it. Mm -hmm. Myself, Xander, and then my brother, Nathaniel, um, we, we kind of put this, this family together and just started speaking to different crowds different people at different wrestling shows and next thing you know we have a ton of followers a ton of new family members people just asking us to be a part of the family right uh with with our family you can't just ask us we have to give you permission you have to go through a certain amount of trials to be in our family so when when I found the wolf, he I didn't just bring him in. I said, mm -hmm. I want you part of my family, but I need you to do these three tasks for me first. Same thing with Nathaniel Grayson. He had to do three different tasks. Uh, one, The first task was win a championship belt. Mm -hmm. Nathaniel Grayson did that. Uh, the second thing was to, to defeat me in, in a one-on-one -on -one fight and Nathaniel Grayson did that as well uh, and then the third thing was to sacrifice something that you hold dearly and that was Nathaniel's soul he gave his soul to me therefore giving him all of himself to me and now I am in charge of him and anyone that wants to be a part of the family they must understand that they will no longer be in charge. Yeah. Uh, so let's kind of get into this a little bit. What, um, what was the um, inspiration behind creating the uh, Xander Grayson character? Uh, so Xander Grayson, he, he kind of came up of, came up out of, out of the blue. Uh, there was one night I was hanging out, with a few friends from Dog Pound Championship Wrestling, uh, mm -hmm. and Nathaniel, Nathaniel was in that group, and they told me that I should join Dog Pound Championship Wrestling. But I've always been skeptical about joining wrestling because I have seizures. Okay. Uh, so I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure exactly how to go about it, how to talk to the coaches about it. But they kind of they gave me that push and then they gave me the idea of being a manager and when I got that idea I just started building off of off of managing I started looking at Paul Heyman stuff I started looking at uh James Mitchell stuff from NWA mm -hmm. and the more I looked at it the more I just realized that it's really fun to play a bad guy <laughs> yeah yeah I, <laughs> uh <laughs> 
And I know that sounds bad. And I know that my parents would probably just not like me saying that, but it's okay. They understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's definitely a lot more fun to be bad because in, in my eyes, I feel like I can get more out of mm -hmm. more out of myself mm -hmm. and more out of the crowd at a show uh, when being a bad guy, as opposed to being the good guy. Right. There's not a lot. I mean, the, the good guy comes out, everyone cheers. Ooh, sure thing. Yeah. And then <laughs> but the bad, the bad guy comes out and it's just a whole different vibe, especially with the Grayson family. We, right. We've faced so many different opponents. We faced Haas Holding. Uh, we faced the City Boys. We faced uh, the Rowdy Rough Boys up at Ozark Mountain. Mm -hmm. We've had so many different opponents, but when we've come out out on stage for all those uh, matches, everyone has just dropped silent because yeah. it's it's something that they've never seen before, or they right. have seen it, but it's just been a long time that with when they see the Grayson family, they just think, oh my gosh, these guys have it. They're just missing that one item. And I think we did find that one item in, in the wolf. Okay. Uh, but I am also, I am also looking for a female uh, to be a part of the Grayson family. Uh, that way we can start taking the female championships from from Misty Marks, she's got she's got three title belts right now, and I would love to have one of those, but I, I need a female to take that. We can't fight her ourselves, so there's that. But like I said, when when we when we entered the scene, everyone's jaw just drops. When I right. cut my first promo at at training practice, mm -hmm. um, the the coaches their their eyes were wide, their jaws were dropped. They had no idea what I said at the beginning because I said it in Latin, and so I would I would speak uh, I would say in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, but uh -huh. in Latin. Okay. In, in nomine Patri et Filii et Spiritus Sancti, and that that was always the beginning of my promos. And so with me being this evil this evil character that's portraying sort of it's hard to say it, but portray the devil. Right, uh, but then at the at the same time, saying in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, it it brought attention yes. to to everyone. Yeah, it brought that that factor that oh man, these guys they are not only evil, but they're using someone else's words, someone else's prophecy to to build their legacy. Whenever I've been listening to some of these, because even today I went through and I watched a bunch of like your promos back that you've done and everything. And I was the one that did stick out to me was the James Mitchell. You know, um, I, I, I was seeing a lot there. Uh, but another one, Kevin Sullivan was another one that came to mind for me when it came to the yeah. style and the kind of darkness and ominous feeling to the characters that you are portraying. And I mean, it catches your attention. And that was one thing I, I'm not sure if it was your Instagram um, or maybe it was your Twitter, you have the, the Latin phrase there at the top as well in your bio. And I was like, that's interesting. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I, I, I love how all of this is kind of uh, 
has come together. You know, it's uh, making for a very mm. interesting story. It it really is, and it's uh, to this day, it's still not perfected. Uh, Nathaniel and I, we are definitely figuring out different ways to incorporate everyone to be a part of the Grayson family, whether it be a major baby face and somehow we can get them to turn mm -hmm. and they become a bad guy. Next thing you know that now they're a part of this faction and then the faction just grows more and more and more. Right. We, we want our faction to be the strongest faction in professional wrestling. Now I know there's different promotions. There's the big leagues, there's, there's local, all of that. Mm -hmm. But we're right now we're just we're just trying to build our faction into something that people will be talking about. Uh, we want to be able to steal the show with doing the less work. Right. Uh, I've I've always been I've always been told uh, by Rodney Mack and Jazz um, that less is more. Right. So I don't. I don't like to get involved in the matches very much mm -hmm. uh, if I have to. If Nathaniel's losing and he just needs that extra nudge out the door, I, I will. But for the most part, I like to be in the head of the opponent uh, because I'm already in the head of, of my followers. I'm already in, the, in their head. Yes. They're hearing my, the same exact words that I'm telling them every day before their matches uh before they go to bed i'm telling them different words just to make sure that they stay with the family but during a match if i'm in the opponent's head it makes it easier for nathaniel or the family pet uh carver to take over right and if i have to distract the ref uh i will but that like i said that's in dire needs i've i've put I've invested in these guys in my family that I trust them to represent the Grayson family the way that I would represent if I was in the room. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a couple things that, uh, you know, kind of grabbed me here that I wanted to kind of ask you about and everything. Uh, I, I'm sure it takes a lot of, it takes a lot of time to get into like a state of mind to get into character. I'm guessing you know, uh, what is yep. it like for you to prepare for going out there? What do you have a certain process that you go through to prepare yourself to get into that character? Yes, uh, it is actually it takes about an hour and a half for me to step into that evil character, because when I get to a show, mm -hmm. I'm in a good mood. I'm happy. I'm go get it. Let's set this up. Let's have a great show. Right. Uh, as soon as I have my gear on, I throw my headphones on and I start listening to just not necessarily dark music, but music that was made from from movies uh, that was background music that just has this intense devilish feel to it. Okay. Uh, I'll also listen to just heavier music as like rock um, to have the lyrics mm -hmm. in there. So at first I'll listen to like some type of evil classical music uh and then i switch it over to evil rock music okay where that way i can the words that are used in in the in the rock songs i might be able to manipulate those words into my own and it puts me in this state of mind that 
that I am the devil, that I am the Joker almost. Yeah. Uh, there's this, I have one song in particular that gets me there the quickest to play okay. this character. Uh, it's called Joker song. Okay. And it's literally about Batman and the Joker, but it's the Joker singing to the Batman from the comic book, uh, the killing joke. Oh, uh, okay. So I'm, I'm I'm a huge huge DC Marvel Star Wars nerdy guy. Uh, I love it. Yeah. So anything that I could use from their villains across the nerdy galaxy, then I've I've looked at it. I've thought about it. Darth Maul. I've used words from him. Yeah. Uh, but this Joker this Joker song, it just talks about where would where would you be without me. Mm type type of type of song mm-hmm. uh but the way that the way that it's it it's said is just has this evil tone of voice right and so that song will i'll start singing along with that song uh <laughs> and next next thing you know i come out of the this dark corner because I, I put on the, the the makeup too so i'll get my eyes all blacked out right i'll put the uh i'll put my scar on my face mm-hmm and then I come out of this dark corner, just a completely different person than when I went in. And I, I feel it. And, and throughout the, the rest of the show, I'm Xander Grayson. And I can't, I can't just turn that switch off sometimes. A lot of people can be a good guy and still be fine, as opposed to me playing this, this evil character. Right. I, I don't just leave that character immediately when when we're done out out in the ring it takes me maybe about a full day actually to to come back into reality like i know everything's going on right i'm I'm conscious like i'm still positive about everything yeah but to really pull myself back it takes about a full day uh to get out of that mindset of this evil character and a lot of people don't realize that yeah. uh, I thought I was go. I thought I was going into some type of uh, not thought I was. Uh, I started going into some type of depression because of this evil character, because oh. I've put so much e- so much effort into playing this character mm-hmm. that I started to I started to hurt myself mentally. Um, and then I started talking to Rodney Mack and Jazz and how how I can control that right. and realize that that Xander Grayson and that Peter Lohmeyer are two different people. Right. Xander Grayson isn't real. Peter Lohmeyer is the real guy. Right. Um, so they started just, I have to be able to tell, tell apart which one is which. Uh, and like I said, the, the full day length of coming back, um, it's sometimes tough um because the day after the show i want to hang out with friends and everything but i'm i'm mad for some reason but i realize that i'm still playing the character yeah when i wake up i i still i still have that evil feel um but the the depression that everyone's going through some type of depression that just enhanced it but i'm i'm doing great don't yeah. don't think that I'm like going down a rabbit hole or anything. <laughs> yeah, you know? no, no, no. no. I, I, <laughs> you definitely take your character very serious, and I love that. Yes, 
Yeah. Yes, I love I love playing this character. Yeah. He's so much fun. Uh scaring the kids when I get out there in the uh, uh for the match. Yeah. I don't like I look I look for the kids that are super into it and I have I have made a, a few kids cry. Oh wow. Um, uh are uh <laughs> just because I've I've gotten in their face and I've told them just these evil things. For example, uh, this one show we had at uh, it was called Chica Fest. It wasn't mm-hmm. too long ago. I think it was last month. Um, and I cut a promo, and my my closing line is, "When the devil knows your name, things are never in your favor." And then I just do this sadistic laugh, mm-hmm. and I got I got that laugh from the Joker. Joker's my favorite villain of all time. Okay. So I, I tried to copy his laugh, but not to the extent of Mark Hamill, because I just can't do that. Yeah. My, I, I hit puberty at a young age, and I've had a deep voice ever since. Um, <laughs> so this, this little girl, when I cut this promo, she walks up to me, and she had this most nerve-wracking, scared face. Her, she was holding her dad's hand so tightly uh, that she, I mean, she felt the evil just like radiating off me. Wow. So she at she looked at me and asked, "What happens if if the devil knows your name?" And I just got down. I got down on my knees, got in her face, and she had this pink stuffed animal bunny. And I grabbed it and I say, "If I know your name, things like these won't exist." And you'll be left standing alone. No parents, no candy, nothing. And she, like the second that I took the stuffed animal from her hand, she started screaming, crying. And the dad and the mom knew it was a was a work. They, right. they understand what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I gave the stuffed animal to the parents and she got it back, of course. Um, <laughs> and then after I got out of gimmick, I got undressed, got the makeup off. I went and looked for her and I just wanted, I, I went up to her and I told her, I was like, I said, I said, honey, I'm, I don't really play that character. That's just, that's yeah. just me pretending. Right. Right. I'm not actually the devil. Yeah. Like I had to reassure her that <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to take away her stuff. Right. Uh, and her parents did the same thing too. Uh, they stayed for the entire show. Uh, I got booed at uh, which is that's that's what that's what yeah. I'm supposed to do. You got uh, the heat, man. She, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and this little girl during during the match at that show, this little girl uh, comes up to the ring because there was no barricade and it was just it was a small little show for for a small event. So yeah. we were just having fun with it. Uh, and I'm walking around the ring as Xander Grayson, and she just comes up. I'm in. I'm so tuned in on the match that when she comes up, she's getting ready to smack me, and I turn around and I just scream at her, like <laughs> I am in the zone, and yeah. I just go, "Because we're losing." Yeah. And so, like my uh, who was fighting that day? Uh, I believe it was actually. I think it was Wolf that day. That's the first time that I teamed up with Wolf. Okay. Um. Uh, so yeah, he was fighting that day, and he was he was losing. So when I screamed in her face, she again started crying, and oh my <laughs> goodness, 
she just started swinging her hands like she's been never been in a fight before and i was just like i don't know what to do somebody come get your kid you know like i gotta i gotta pay attention to the match yeah so then uh she stops but all all the other little kids around started seeing that too so they started chasing me around the ring completely oh forgetting about the match yeah and I'm over, I'm over here like, don't worry about me. Don't worry about me. I'm fine. <laughs> so it got to the point. <laughs> it got to the point to where, like, I literally grabbed the ref and pulled him out and just said, hey, man, control the crowd. <laughs> and uh, eventually the, the parents, they, they got to control their kids, and they started having a good time watching the match again. Yeah. Um, but – it almost sounds bad when I say this, but I really enjoy scaring people. There's uh, nothing wrong with like, that. I mean, it it fits so well with your character. It it's perfect, you know. So <laughs> right, right, and so like I really can't wait for Halloween to come back. Oh yeah, uh, we're we're gonna have a blast during October for sure. But the the people that have seen us in say Lockhart, Texas mm-hmm. or the people that have just in general, the people that have seen us, they've, everyone has come up to me at some point. It may, I shouldn't say everyone. Few people have come up to me at some point mm-hmm. uh, while we're tearing down the ring or while I'm not dressed up anymore and just say, Hey, I love your stuff. This whole thing is amazing. And the, the best part is like, I'm, I'm religious. I, I believe in God. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of people ask me that since I'm playing this character, does that, do I feel bad for using the devil as, as a way to spread a message? Uh, I, I don't. Right. I don't. But at the end, at the end of the day, I still pray, you know, I, I ask God, you know, like help me, to better this character in in a way that suits, I guess suits suits him uh-huh. type type of deal. Not not yeah. to be not to sound offending or uh, in any in any type of way. No. But I've even asked pastors because I wanted to quote scripture at one point. But I asked a I asked a pastor and I was like, "Hey man, how would you feel if I quoted?" Uh, a bible verse and he goes well it depends on what bible verse you want to quote and i go all right well uh it's though i uh though i walk through the valley of shadow of death i will fear no evil Mm -hmm. uh and i wanted to use that but kind of mix the words up and make it my own but when people hear it they would know hey that's from the bible right and that even though i walk through the the valley of shadow of death i will fear no evil I don't fear the evil because I am the evil. I got you. And I, I know I, I know I told him, I told him I would never use it, but I just did. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't actually cut a promo, but um, yeah. No, you're just talking and about he, it though. You know, you're not. Right, right, right. It, so yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> and he, he had told me that he wanted to think about it a little bit and I go, no problem, man. And he, he, Messaged me the next day and said, "Hey, I appreciate you reaching out to me about using uh, the Word of God in, in one of your promos, uh, but I just don't think that it would be right." And I go, "I understand, not a problem." Yeah. Um, 
I'll just, I'll work my way around it. I'll use different words. And mm-hmm. he was very thankful that I thought about that. Right. Because he, he well, too respect. is very scared. Right. It's respect. Yeah. I'm not trying to demolish anyone's, anyone's religion. I'm not to demolish my own my own thoughts on religion you know like i right i respect everyone and what they believe and that's fine yeah um so he was very thankful because he too is very skeptical about me playing the devil i got but you. even though this 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 is the same pastor he helped me create the character oh okay yeah yeah so that's why i'm always going to him yeah uh to ask hey would this would this be all right would that be all right can i say this but in a different tone and there's a lot of stuff that he'll say yeah that works that works and there's some stuff that he'll say that i just don't think that's the right thing to say right right there now you know Mm -hmm. and then i'll i'll write a promo down and next thing you know it's it's up on social media and i've i literally use everything uh to cut promos i've all the movies I've seen with villains, I try to incorporate almost every villain uh, that I know of and that I, it sounds weird, that I cherish to, to make this character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot, a lot of people ask me where the name Xander Grayson came from. Mm-hmm. And now uh, the name Xander, I don't know if you remember the movie Triple X with Vin Diesel. I do. Uh, old movie. Uh, mm-hmm. but uh, Vin Diesel's name in that movie was Xander. Okay. So he's a daredevil. He was doing crazy stuff. Uh, just you know, being a badass. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I like the name Xander. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Dick Grayson. Yeah. Uh, from Batman's son. Mm-hmm. I I like the last name Grayson. Yep. But I wanted to make it. I wanted to make it feel more evil. So instead of G-R-A-Y, like the color gray, mm-hmm. put the E there, uh, just to kind of confuse people. But then instead of S-O-N, S-I-N. For and sin, have it yeah. be For sin, exactly. Yeah. Uh, that, that way people can, can just see off my name without even seeing a picture of me. They know that that person it's a bad guy or that person's evil. Right. So when we figured out the name, now it was just time to figure out who I would manage mm-hmm. and who, who would be the best fit. Uh, Rodney Mack and jazz talked to me a little bit. Uh, and they said, Hey, we're going to put you with Nathaniel and me and me and Nathaniel had to go back. Oof, we've known each other 14 coming up on 15 years now. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, so our our yeah our chemistry is is beyond anyone uh, right now that we that we work with. So yeah. we uh, I know him like the back of my hand, and he knows me like the back of his hand. Like is our relationship is that tight? That's that's my, that's why I call him my brother. Right. Um, when I say my when I say my brother on stage, I literally mean my brother. <laughs> um, yeah. And and uh, but they don't need they don't need to worry about that. Right. <laughs> uh, when when they said that they wanted him to be with me, we kind of didn't know where to go because his character was Nate Nasty Nasty Nate. Right. This cig- cigarette smoking, not uh, 
uh, breaking rules, uh, mm-hmm. just this whole degenerate guy. Um, and it fit perfect, but we just didn't know how to actually make it fit perfect. Right. Because I'm Xander Grayson was a manipulative. I'm going to make you sin, even though it's going to feel good, but it's the bad thing to do. But in my eyes, it's the right thing to do. Yeah. And so when Nate and I uh, started just really brainstorming, it felt as if when we found his character, we didn't really know how to make him sound more proper because you can't just call him Nate Grayson. Right. It doesn't sound right. Mm-hmm. We needed to find, we needed to have a full name uh, that slowed with the name, with the last name Grayson. And then I was like, well, hey man, why don't we just call you by your birth name, Nathaniel? Yeah. He goes, oh, I like that. That's proper. <laughs> and and you, and the Grayson family is, it's like, we're, we're not a cult, but we sound like one. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, 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 that's where we want to get people is we want people to feel welcomed to the, to the family. But then once they join, that's when their eyes are really open. And they're like, oh, crap. What did I just get myself into? And then next thing you know, they have a championship belt or they have a title shot. Um, so it's a lot of fun. But with, with Nathaniel, we didn't really know how to make it seem like he, that Xander Grayson found Nate or that Nate found uh, Xander Grayson. So in the beginning, I was just, I was a, I was just a voice in his head. I got you. Uh, I, I don't know if you saw the, I don't know if you've seen the promo, but it's, uh, we're at a, we're at a mission, uh, downtown San Antonio, uh, in front of a, uh, St. Mary's, St. Mary statue. Um, and so he's, he had kept losing to Haas holding over and over. He just couldn't get on track. Uh, and then when I was like, Hey man, you definitely, so you're on a losing streak, but now you just, you need some help. Yeah. How about you call out for help and Xander Grayson will respond because he hears you. Mm -hmm. Xander Grayson's like a, almost like a false prophet. Yeah. Uh, but but not i don't i don't i preach but i don't preach yeah <laughs> um uh the uh and when nate and i figured that out we're just like oh man this devil voice is going to be perfect and then once they actually once we actually show you oh it's going to be even better because now you have now nate's got this manager that is just manipulating his mind left Mm -hmm. and right i'm telling things in his right ear telling different things in his left ear saying that he's not good enough and in order to be good enough you have to beat this person um and so i was telling him over and over just if you can't beat haas this will never work Mm. you will be worth nothing yeah and eventually he did beat Haas for the uh, dog pound pound for pound championship. And that was his initiation into the Grayson family. Right. Uh, he got a whole new look after that, uh, a whole new gear set up. 
And from that point on, he was Nathaniel Grayson. And then just building off of the Grayson family, finding a family pet to have someone that he can tag with mm-hmm. or just to have someone as um, just just there. Right. Like a guard. Just having, having their – yeah, like a guard so that yep. nothing can happen to me. Yep. Uh, or nothing really can happen to Nate or right. – Cause I don't do a whole, I don't do a whole lot of fighting. Yeah. So I would send the fan, I would send the family pet into the ring mm-hmm. if I don't want to do it. Right. Uh, or if it didn't make sense type of thing. Yeah. Xander, he, he is almost torn apart himself on the inside. I've started definitely like looking into my own character mm-hmm. uh, and understanding like why I, created him the way he is he's he's just as broken on the inside but worse he he just nothing ever went his way in his life he was shunned as as a as a child uh and he was left to fend for himself for for years Mm -hmm. and when with with being alone no one helping him he just became this dark sadistic person that he does not care what he does to anyone. He doesn't care. He yeah. just wants a family. And so that's what I did. Wow. I made my own family. Wow. And and I made it to the point to where we are soon becoming the most feared family in wrestling today. Dude, I love how you have built such a backstory with it there is it it reminds me of uh method acting almost you know you have right you know it it works so well and it comes across so well you know it's a very believable character you know and um like i said i'm i'm loving this you know just the amount of a backstory that i'm able to get from this it really took some time though uh i have it all memorized right now yeah, and I didn't say it word for word because then we would be talking for two, three hours, <laughs> uh, and I don't—I know we don't have that kind of time. So, right. Um, but the the amount that I that I put into this, it really, it how do I how do I say it without sounding conceited? <laughs> it really it it really made me feel accomplished. Yeah, you're uh, proud of your, your creation. Right. Yeah. 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 I'm very there. proud of it. I'm yeah. I'm like uh I'm like the monster Frank. I don't remember the scientist, but the scientist that created Frankenstein, he yeah. was very proud of his character. It's alive. Oh Dr. Frankenstein uh, and it's his monster, yeah. Oh yeah, it's Frankenstein's the doctor. There we go. Yeah, My yeah. Bad. No, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, there's one of them has a name. I can't remember which one. Yeah. <laughs> So there was one, a couple things yeah. that you've said uh, along through here that I wanted to ask you about and everything. Who sings the uh, Joker song? Because that sounds like something I would actually like to hear. I- I'm a big uh, metal fan, things like that. So it kind of sounds like something I would enjoy hearing. Uh, this the song, I actually, I wonder if I'd be able to find it right now for you. I think I can. Um. I kind of I came across it when I was just I 
I had hit search on in Apple Music, uh-huh. and next thing you know, uh, Joker's song comes up, and I'm like, huh, Joker's song. Well, I love the Joker. Let me let me see what this is all about. Uh, it's by Miracle of Sound. Okay, all right. I actually I just found it actually on my Spotify. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to go. give that a listen because uh, I'm a big. Um, I love DC. DC, I think, has the best storylines out of comic books. Thank In fact, uh, one of my favorite storylines, it's it's not part of the main universe, but um, mm-hmm. it's a very known story, and that's the Injustice story. I love that one because how yes. dark it is. And so, oh, my gosh. Yes. So um, and I've you actually no idea how excited you just made me. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, because the Joker is the reason behind all of that you know he exactly what he did wow how do you come back from that you know and so it just made sense right. and just uh, it was such a great storyline and it went on for i think maybe five years or so and um mm-hmm. i just started uh replaying uh injustice the video game now too the, and, yeah, the uh, mortal kombat one uh, well, it has some of the Mortal Kombat characters in it, but this is like Injustice uh, Gods Among Us, which I guess continues the story oh, from yeah, the comic yeah, yeah. books and stuff. So I, yeah. I'm kind of finishing it up there. And man, it's such a great story. It really is. It really is. Uh, that that storyline itself is is just dark beyond belief. Yeah. Uh, I it, In my eyes or my opinion... I think that's probably one of the darkest stories that DC has put out. Mm-hmm. Um, anything with the Joker and Batman right. are the darkest stories, I believe. Um, but the Joker is really just everywhere. Yeah. And every everybody knows the Joker. Right. So um, when, when I realized I could incorporate the same style of, of the Joker with Xander Grayson that's when it became easier for me to to pop into this character to jump into this character mm-hmm. uh and just have everything just come out I don't care what I'm saying right it I just know that it makes sense yeah whether it makes sense to to the crowd or it only makes sense to me I'm really not trying to make sense to the crowd. I want them to be confused yes. with what I'm with what I'm saying. But at, at, at the same time, I want them to almost want to believe what I'm saying and yeah. that I can actually give them all the riches in the world or that they can have with me, they can have a family from every corner or strength beyond their imagination yeah. or even a power that they've never had uh not necessarily like a superpower Mm -hmm. just a a power within them yeah because i don't have superpowers Xander grayson doesn't have superpowers right i i tried to incorporate that at one point but it just it wasn't working yeah Uh, i'm I'm no i'm no magician i can't do fire (laughs) otherwise i i would have tried you know with the flash sheets and everything um i tried it for like maybe a week and I just couldn't get it down. So I was like, eh, forget it. I'm not, I'm not, I don't have a power. It's fine. <laughs> uh, but I, I want, 
I wanted to have these have the people feel what I'm saying when I'm speaking to them with when I use this just deep devilish voice everyone listens to the deep voices because it's so deep if someone's singing right and it's a deep voice everyone's stops yep. if someone's just talking it's a deep voice everyone just stops and what do they say at the end man your voice is so deep yep and then if i if i'm saying something in my deep voice they don't necessarily say at the end oh your voice is so deep xander but they they definitely are pulled in more and they hear what I'm saying more because my voice is so deep. Yeah. And with, when they hear it, it gives them the opportunity to understand it, but it also gives me the opportunity to manipulate their mind in the way that I want it to be. Yeah. In the way that with, with what I see, I want them to see. Yeah. So I, I kind of want to go back to something because I get excited when people want to talk about comic books. Who would you say is your favorite Joker? Favorite Joker? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, there's so many. Uh, well, if we go with live action, I'm going to go with Heath Ledger. Okay. I I loved how he how he played the insanity part of the Joker. It's unfortunate what happened to Heath, but yes. his character will live on. Yep. Uh, I, the Mark Hamill version of the Joker is probably going to be my favorite. Not only because it's Mark Hamill, uh-huh. but just how that character sounds and, and the the script that they used for that joker it was just so evil so dark so fun to read yeah almost and i think that i know mark hamill did a lot of lot of the joker's voices yes i don't know exactly which ones but his his joker was my favorite now if we want to talk about looks i i did like the jared leto look I, okay. I know that's debatable. It's debatable. It's arguable with a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the way that he acted in the in the Suicide Squad movie. Right. Um, the look though it wasn't very good. The look, yeah. Yeah. I I even got I I love the Joker so much that I got that that exact same tattoo that Leto has the ha ha ha's on his chest. Oh yeah. I got that. I got that tattooed on my chest. Not for oh, cool. Jared Leto, <laughs> but the for Joker. the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's just where I got that idea from. That's I don't cool. like to get people's faces tattooed on me. That's just weird. <laughs> that is a little weird, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe if I, I might get my parents, but I'm not going to get, say, Hayden Christensen from Star Wars or Jared Leto tattooed on my on my skin. It's true, yeah. You know, yeah. like... Uh, <laughs> a little much. Who's a, who's, yeah, yeah. What a, which Joker's your favorite? Uh, I, so I like the one from Gotham, uh, Cameron uh, Monaghan. Uh, yes, I, I loved how you saw it develop. You saw him go crazier and crazier, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It, it, he so I will have to say Heath Ledger is probably one of my favorites, and you could tell that he grabbed stuff 
inspiration from Heath Ledger for that character, even with the way like he would do like his mouth movements and things like that. It was very yep. Ledger esque, but I, I don't know. I and how they split it up, they never really told you. Yes, this is the Joker, but we all know that's who it was. Um, mm-hmm. His portrayal of that has always been. It's been one of my favorites over the last few years. Um, and then all obviously with cartoons. It's Hamill. You know, you can't go wrong with Hamill yeah. whenever it comes to the Joker. My mind automatically goes to that laugh whenever I think of the Joker. Exactly. And yeah. I, I believe I believe you hear that laugh in the song, uh, the Joker's song. Okay. Uh, uh, I think it's at the end, but I, I believe you hear Mark Hamill's laugh. Uh, it's faint, but you hear it. <laughs> Well, I, I am definitely <laughs> looking forward to hearing it. I probably, I'll probably listen to it uh, either tonight or tomorrow. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'll you though. You listen to it one time. Yeah, you're probably going to want to put it on repeat. It's, it's a good song. It's All a right. good song. <laughs> so, uh, would you say? Uh, I, I noticed that you also um, are like fan of some metal music and stuff like that. I saw that you like uh, maybe Rammstein. Um, yeah, uh, some Ice Nine Kills. Even I think I saw one of your videos. You had them as your background music yeah. for one of them. So great stuff. Yeah. I love their storytelling in Ice Nine Kills. Mm-hmm. I uh, when I first discovered Ice Nine Kills, uh, I actually became a good fan of them, a really big fan of them. Mm-hmm. And then, but when when they came out with the uh, Silver Scream album, yes, that just told all the horror movies that I grew up with. Yeah. Uh, just, it was amazing. Just a different way of telling the story. Right. But it, each time that I heard one of those songs from that album, it felt like I was watching the movie. Yes. Uh, Ice Nine Kills is probably in my top 10. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say my top, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say my top five uh, just because they're, I haven't known them that long. Right. Um, top. I'm. I'm more into like the, the heavier Five Finger Death Punch, Metallica. Okay. Um. Uh, let's see, Slayer, Lamb of God. Uh, I'm in. Lamb I'm into God. those bands, but yeah. uh, I do. I. I've. I've always been an emo kid. I love the emo music, but yeah. when it comes to, the the heavier stuff or the comparison. If the emo music doesn't have that heavy riff in it, yeah, I'm probably not going to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. I don't, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the whiny singing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I don't really like to feel my feelings, if you know what I mean. I got you. So, uh, they, uh, that's what those songs bring out. And I'm just like, you know what? I want to be mad for the rest of the day. Let's listen to Five Finger Death Punch, you know, <laughs> type type of thing, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so I I am a big metalhead. Yeah. Uh, uh, I've played drums. I actually play. I haven't played in a while, but at one point I did play for twenty two years. Oh wow. Uh, and I just I just kind of lost passion to to play for him because of wrestling. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, yeah, so I'm sure if I picked up a pair of sticks and someone said, "Here, play this song," I, I could play any song you need me to. That's awesome. Uh, I was just that type of drummer. If you, if you hear, play one from Metallica. Okay, yeah. I'll play that. 
yeah uh play play lamb of god okay i'll play that i was <laughs> i was the listener player you know like yeah. i would put the play headphones ear. in listen yeah listen to the song one time and then be like okay let's try it yeah um so big fan of music my family's been is huge on music uh i will admit they're not the biggest fans of the metal music mm -hmm. because there is there is a lot of devilish stuff in it mm -hmm. uh but it definitely uh they they understand yeah that i'm not a bad person i just like all types of music right you know uh, it sounds it sounds a lot like me um i, I was raised in a <laughs> household that was southern gospel you know yeah and uh <laughs> my, my dad is a pastor of a church and uh, so you know i was raised around i was raised around music a pentecostal pastor of a church you know they have all the music there and um but I like the darker music and stuff like that. And they know that they don't like that, but I like it, but you know, they're like, that's who he is. So, you know, that's okay for him, but I love the, the darker feel of some of that music. You know, it, um, I, what I like to say is metal. It screams when I can't. Yes. Oh, I thought I was the only one that said that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm gonna give you a phone five. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's, oh man, yeah, that's the way I've always felt about it. You know, it's a uh, it, like you said, you don't sometimes you don't want to feel those emotions and stuff, and it kind of whenever you're angry, it shows that anger for you, you know. And so yeah, yep. you know, I I I love it. I'm I'm a big metal head myself. No, don't don't get me wrong. I'll listen to some country here and there, but oh yeah, I'm I, I'm not a big fan of country. Uh -huh. I'm I'm very particular, very specific in the country songs that I listen to. Right. I don't like listening to the Red Solo Cup song. I I can't stand <laughs> that song. Uh, it was overplayed too. So. But <laughs> overplayed, yeah. yeah. And to to me, every country song sings about their trucks and ex girlfriends and things like that. Gotcha. Uh, but there's there's a couple that that um i like the one song how's it, how's it? oh it's called uh dick down in dallas i don't know oh, if i yeah. can say that on your podcast i'm sorry <laughs> it's okay <laughs> uh, so yeah that's that was probably that's probably the main one that's like yeah. for any road trip that me and nate will go on it's or catchy. any road trip that i go on with any, it's catchy yeah yeah yeah. That's the first. It's the first song that I that we play. Uh, <laughs> we get on the road, and everyone's yeah. like, "Let's put some music on." All right, here we go. Dick down in Dallas. All right, <laughs> and it, it it it's hilarious sometimes because we're actually going to Dallas. Okay, uh, yeah, to for a show sometimes. So when we play that song, it's like we're going to get Dick down in Dallas. You know, like yeah, like, it's it's. I mean, we make fun of ourselves. We say the weirdest stuff in the road sometimes, but. Uh, we have we have a lot of fun, but country's not not really my main my main thing. Yeah, uh, I do like rap and hip hop. The the old school rap and hip hop: Tupac, Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, mm -hmm. Biggie. Uh, or Biggie Small is not Biggie. He, that's the wrestler. Whoops. Um, <laughs> uh, right. So many things going through my mind right now. Oh, um, you're good. I like the old school old yeah. school rap. Uh, yeah, but I I was born. 1990 so uh my older siblings showed me the old school rap and that's yeah. what kind of 
got me into that. And then uh, Brothers Friends showed me rock music, and then I got into that. And yeah. uh, next thing you know, I'm just into all types of music. So yeah. I'll really listen to everything. But like I said, I'm a metalhead. That's the yeah. first genre I go to when I start playing music. Man, like I said, it sounds a lot like me. That's the same way with me. I listen to all of it. Um, I've actually had quite a few country music guests on this show and stuff. And, you know, I I like a lot of the songs that they have and stuff, and I'm big supporters of them. But uh, then there's a lot of the country that's come out nowadays that I'm not a fan of it. You know, if I'm going Mm -hmm. to listen to country, a lot of times I'll listen to like 80s or 90s stuff, you know, and um, the stuff that I heard when I was a kid. So that's just my go to. And usually when I go to rap, I'll either go with the ones that you mentioned or I'm, I was in the Memphis area for most of uh, my growing up. And so I, I listened to a lot of the uh, uh, like the down South dirty South type of rap music. So you've got like, you, you've got your three, six mm-hmm. mafia, you know, uh, yeah. project Pat, things like that, you know, uh, Paul wall, you know, all of those, that's what I listened to because that's what was popular where I was at whenever I was growing up. So it's mm-hmm. funny because my wife, she's like, don't, don't do that. <laughs> I'll just get yeah. in that mood and I'll be like, yeah, I'm listening to this. And she's like, no, no, don't. <laughs> yeah. And it's just because, just because we're not that color that we keep, we're not allowed to listen to that music. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, I say, I say that with love. If, oh, if yeah. that makes anyone mad, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, definitely. If if I turn on hip hop, hip hop, or or if I turn on rap, my my mood swing change, and I, all of a sudden I feel like a gangster. So I'm like, yeah, I can I can take on anyone. Yeah, you know, start walking with with the pimp walking and throw my shoulder a little too far back, but you know, a little shoulder lean. Yeah, yeah, lean back like fat Joe. <laughs> So there was one story that I wanted to bring up before I get you off of here. And it's something that, um, so I was following you on Instagram. You probably already know about Mm -hmm. this a little bit. Um, And I started getting messages from your Instagram account saying that you wanted me to um, advertise for some kind of thing that was coming up. And I was like, okay, that, you know, it's kind of cool. I just met, just started, you know, interacting with you and Nathaniel and everything. Cause I just found you guys. And so it started getting weirder and weirder. The questions that were being asked and there were pictures that were sent to me and then they would be deleted and, you know, just different things like that. And so I sent Nathaniel a, a message and it turned out you had been hacked. And all this time I yep. thought I had been talking to you. Oh yeah. I remember that. Everyone <laughs> went a little, <laughs> cause yeah, I got hacked a few months ago. Uh, that was, that, I mean, I wasn't mad about it. But I was just like, man, these guys are getting smarter and smarter. I know. But yeah, they were they were sending, they were posting things on Instagram saying that I did this and got like $10,000 just by doing this or something. Yeah. Uh, and they went through uh, one of our other wrestlers, uh, Stewie the Clown. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's how I got hacked. Because oh. he, because I, I was, I'm so close with, with that guy. Uh he was my first uh my first uh member to the Grayson family. Mm-hmm. He's not he's he's not a part of it anymore, but he was the first one that we were testing things out with. Okay. Uh so him and I did a lot of work together and 
So when he messaged me, hey, man, I need some help, I was like, of course, bro, I got you. What, what's wrong? Can you send me this information uh, to help me do this? And I was like, of course, dude, I, I got you. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it being social media and it's saying that it's Stewie, you know, like, okay, yeah, yeah. Right. I got it. You know what? Yeah. Let me fix it. Let me help him out. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm hacked. And I was just yeah. like, hey, Stewie, your account got hacked. Oh, how'd you know? Because you hacked my account. Loser. <laughs> <laughs> your account hacked my account, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, man, I hate you for this right now. So uh, for a while, I uh, I didn't recreate the Xander Grayson page. Uh, yeah just so it, it would kind of die down. And I right. think right now, uh, yesterday, I got a message, almost the same exact format from a different person that I've known for years. I used to work with at, the, at a restaurant called uh, Stoneworks. Hmm. Uh, he messaged me, hey, man, can you do me help me with a favor? And I respond back, what's that? Just to kind of yeah. give them a little, a little, a little tickle. Because yeah. maybe, maybe it actually is him, but... Uh, if it's, if he says the same thing, uh, if he responds, yeah. um, then it, it, they might be trying to hack the Xander Grayson page again. I'm not going to let that happen, but, right. um, I'll message, I'm going to mess now that I'm thinking about it. I'll message that guy through my personal page to see if he's messaging. Yeah. Uh, cause it is kind of weird that he's going through my Xander page. Right. Uh, huh. It's actually happened a few times. Um, I actually, um, Recently, another wrestler that's in Oklahoma that I've actually had on the show sent me a message the other day, and he was like, "Man, can I borrow a hundred or two hundred dollars, and I'll pay you back tomorrow?" I was like, mm, "I don't think that's you, man." <laughs> Turned out he yeah. as well. So, and then <laughs> somebody you know actually got hacked, and uh, they sent me a message on Twitter, and that's Rodney Mack. He sent ah. me he sent me some link on there. I didn't click on it. And uh, found out that he actually had been hacked because he started sending me kissy faces and stuff on there. I was like, I don't oh, think gee, Rodney yeah, that, Mack. That's not Rodney Mack. Exactly. <laughs> so I know that man. Yeah, I trained with that man. He does not. He does not send kissy faces. <laughs> <laughs> so when he, whenever he, I, I sent him a message, he said, "Man, I think you got hacked," and he was like, "Yeah, thanks. I got it under control now." And I was like, "Yeah, I didn't think that was you sending me kissy faces," and he just laughed it off. You know? <laughs> So hey, if you if you if you can make Rodney Mack laugh, yeah. shoot more power to you, man. That, <laughs> that that boy, that man. Sorry, that man has a straight face like no other. Yeah, uh, he's one I'm going to try to get on. Uh, I I was supposed to have had him on a while, uh, maybe about a month ago or so, and then something came up and he wasn't able to make it. So I've got to get him rescheduled because I'm I'm really looking forward to having him on as well. Yeah, that'll be a good one. He's a great guy. Uh, yeah. Both both Rodney Mack and Jazz are two great coaches. Uh, right. I really – I would not be where I'm at uh, in professional wrestling without them. Uh, I'm sure if I joined professional wrestling but went to a different school, I would still be doing the same type of character, yeah. but it wouldn't be as good as it is now uh, because at – at, at the Dog Pound Dojo, yeah, we practice wrestling. We practice the fundamentals, the, te the technical side, the psychology of the wrestling. And they teach us how to word promos correctly, how to get your opponent over and yourself over 
without tearing yourself down or tearing the opponent too much down. I got you. Know, you. Or without yeah. without making it go three and a half minutes because. And, and honestly, if, if someone's cutting a three and a half minute promo, I'm changing the channel. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, yeah. You lost me at, at at a minute and a half. I'm done. You know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So they've they've helped me so much with with wrestling and with being a manager. Uh, they are training me to wrestle, but with with my epilepsy, I am very limited on what I can do inside the ring. Right. Uh, so I don't. When they train, when they train matches, or when they're just chaining, yeah, I'll chain with them, so I know how to chain wrestle. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't do any of the body slams or anything like that. I'll do, I'll do minimal stuff. But right. they, they've taught me stuff that I didn't think I knew. But when they said, "Here, do this, this, and this," I, I, I did it. Right. Without even, without even hesitation. Yeah. Uh, my my very first class with them, uh, first time meeting Rodney Max, first time meeting Jazz. Nate had said, "Hey, come to come to class on Monday. Uh, we'll get you set up." I went to I went to class. Uh, they started to do matches, and they're like, "Hey, Pete, go in, get in there and ref." And I was like, "What do you mean ref? I've I've this is my first day. Like I'm rubbing my hands. Like what's what's going on? I feel like." I'm so scared and nervous. How do you, how do you ref? It's just counting one, two, three, right? Yeah. Well, I, I get in there and, uh, it almost just, it felt natural. Like I've watched so much wrestling in my life that when I got in the ring, I felt comfortable when the match, when the pre-match or the match started, Mm -hmm. I just, there were, there were mistakes that I made as a ref, but I mean, it was my first day. Right. Yeah. My first day. So, but they, other than those mistakes, they were, they said, have you done this before? <laughs> no, no coach. No, just watched <laughs> it on TV. Yeah. You look like you've been in it for a while. No, I just, <laughs> it, it kind of, it just clicks. I'm a, yeah. I'm a quick learner. Yeah. Photogenic memory, you know, like they were really impressed with my refing skills. So that's what I did for a little bit is I, I refed until the Xander Grayson and Grace, the Grayson family, uh, were created and once once they were created then they asked me which do you want to do do you want to ref or do you want to be xander grayson yeah. and i told them i love refing but i love playing this character more i'm mm-hmm. i'm happy with this character and then they respect that completely um they just needed they, they needed to know so they didn't have they didn't like book me for a different show to be a ref somewhere and then, but i'm like oh wait you're a ref, but you were Xander Grayson the the last match. What happened? You know, like I can't be doing both. Yeah, I got you. That, I, and you know that says a lot to to them that they were able to spot that um, in you. You know, and they were able mm-hmm. to cultivate to where you're at now. You know, and able to work with you even with you know, like you said, you do have some restrictions. So it it, it it's really cool that they it shows how great a teacher that they are. Right. When I, uh, they were, they were kind of skeptical at first when I told them about my seizures. Yeah. But I told them I had them under control. I told them that I, I, I know when one's about to happen. I'm very blessed to know when yeah. one's about to happen. A lot of other people just, they just, they just happen. Yeah. But when I told them about it, they kind of gave me that look like, Oh, uh, we don't know. Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll see. <laughs> but 
um, then I had I got the uh, the first okay for my doctor to be a part of it, and they had once I told them that, then they said, "All right, playa, we're gonna make this happen. Welcome to the dog pound, pup." And I was just like, <laughs> it it was the it was such a small moment, but it was such a heartwarming moment for yeah. for myself. You know, yeah. like that's Rodney Mack and jazz. Right. That's the fighting female phenom jazz. Yep. And that's Rodney Mack. Yep. Like two two people that never did I think that I would meet. <laughs> and here I am getting trained by two uh two Hall of Famers. Right. One's yeah. current NWA and one one we're hoping that she gets inducted within the next two to three years. Uh we're we're always egging her about it you know like hey when's wwe gonna put you in the hall of fame but oh they she should have been in there years ago too that's what we keep telling her that's what we keep telling her yeah uh but we're also telling her hey that that moment's coming jazz that moment's coming yep so you know like it's it's so cool to be to even have their numbers in my phone right (laughs) like these are these are former WWE wrestlers. Right. I, I watched them as a kid, and here I am with their phone numbers in my phone. I'm texting them on a daily basis. Is the inner 12-year-old you know, screaming when that happens? Yeah. Excuse me. My voice just got high. No, you're good. Uh, I'm getting, but my inner 12-year-old is coming out right now. Uh, like It's just insane uh, just to have, the, have that have them in my phone and just being able to talk to them for advice or anything about wrestling. Or if, they, if you just want to talk to them, yeah, just, just talk to them. And like, I can't do that with any of the other famous people that I know. Right. That I, that I wish I knew, I should say. Yeah. Uh, but they're so welcoming and so helpful with everything mm-hmm. as with wrestling, with your life, because they they've seen and done it all. Yeah. If you've made a mistake, they've made that same mistake at some point in their life. Right. If you messed up here, they've messed up at that same point. Yep. So they they have the advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would be stupid to not take their advice. Uh, and I just I love working with them. I love training with them. They are top notch people. Uh, top-notch wrestlers. I I can't wait for Jazz to get in the ring again, but uh, we don't know if that's that's going to happen. But you know, she yeah, she she's itching. You know, we're she uh, I'll let her tell you that. But oh yeah, uh, she definitely is always like mentioning from time to time. Uh, man, if I was in the ring with you guys, it'd be a totally different story. You know, and you know, like that. That's her just like talking smack without actually offending anyone right they're always like well let's get in the ring jazz oh no not tonight soon <laughs> enough soon enough <laughs> you know so it's we we have a lot of fun to practice it's that's cool. it's, it's we're one big family uh that's just growing uh by the day uh yep. we have new people coming into the school uh we have people coming from NWA, we have people coming from other schools just to check us out, mm-hmm. uh, see what we're about, why why we're why people are talking about us so much. Um, yeah. When that's going on, that really shows me I'm with the right people. 
Yes. When it comes to the wrestling profession. Right. I'm being taught by the right people. Yeah. And I hope they hear this, but I cannot thank them enough. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've told them in person, but again, once if, if they hear this podcast, I, I hope they listen to the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so if people want to follow you, where can they do that? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Xander underscore Grayson. And then they can find me on Instagram at Grayson underscore Xander. Uh, Grayson is spelled G-R-E-Y-S-I-N. Xander is spelled with an X, not a Z. X-A-N-D-E-R. Then you can also find me on Facebook at uh, Xander Grayson. Yeah. All right. There's no underscore or anything. So I don't have a, uh, I think those are the only ones that I have. That's all, right. all of them, right? Yeah. That's yeah. that's the major ones. Yeah. Yeah, the major ones. There's other <laughs> ones, but I don't need I don't I don't use them for Xander Grayson. <laughs> <laughs> so is there anything coming up that maybe you want to uh uh maybe announce or anything like a, a show that you guys are gonna be at? Uh well we do have a show May sixth, uh mm-hmm. this weekend, okay. uh in Comfort, Texas. Uh, they can find all the information on either so the Dog Pound Championship Wrestling social media, or they could go to Xander Grayson's uh, social media and they can find the flyer there. Okay. Uh, but we have a show called Total Madness coming up. Okay. And that's where you're going to see uh, the newest member uh, of the Grayson family, The Wolf, mm-hmm. uh, debut with the Grayson family. He's already debuted in uh, DPCW, but he hasn't uh debuted with the Grayson family yet. Okay. So this will be his first match uh with me. Uh and then the following weekend, uh May 13th, I believe it is, we will be in Castroville. Castroville, Texas. Uh we'll have a flyer coming out for that. I want to say either tomorrow or Thursday. Okay. And those are those are the those are the two closest shows right now. Okay. So is there any words that you want to say to my listeners directly before I get you off of here? To your listeners, let me see. Ah, yes. I would like to let them know that we are all children born into the darkness of this inadequate world. Children that have become weak and bounded by their chains. The Grayson family, your new family, has come to free all of you. And that we are your freedom. We are the Grayson family. We are family strength. All right, man. Well, it has been great having you on the show. I have really enjoyed talking to you. And I hope that maybe I can get it's you back on here uh, real soon. Most definitely, man. Just let me know. I, I will be back here as soon as possible. All right, man. We'll talk to you later. All right, man. Have a good one. You too. All right, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed that episode with Xander Grayson. I had a lot of fun talking to him. 
and uh, I can't wait to maybe get him back on the show again here in the future. So I've got some really cool episodes that are coming up here really soon, and I can't wait for you guys to hear them. Just uh, stay tuned to my social media, and I will be announcing who will be coming on next, but uh, you will be happy with the people that I have coming on, and uh, yeah, just stay tuned. I'm, like I said, very excited. If you want to follow me on social media so you can keep up to date with everything that's going on with iGadap, then you can follow me on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or Hive, Snapchat or TikTok. I'm on all of those. On Facebook, it is at IYGADAP. On Instagram, it is at Give a Data Podcast. And on Hive and Twitter, it is at DadPodcast11. On TikTok and Snapchat is the same as my Facebook. It is at IGADAP. So you can follow me on any of those to make sure that you are able to keep up with what is going on with the show. I update all of those regularly. So yeah, just follow me on those and send me a message. If you want to hear somebody on the show, send me a message and I'll try to get them on. I've told you before, I've had requests and I've been able to get those people on the show. So yeah, if you have something you want me to talk about, let me know. Also, if you want to send me an email, you can do so by sending it to giveadatapodcast at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from each and every one of you. Uh, It always brightens my day when I do hear something from you guys. I had a message from a guy the other day telling me to keep up the good work and uh, really made me smile, and I thank you for that. Um, I like to bring you these episodes, and I am happy when I know that you guys are happy with what you're hearing. Also... As you're listening to this episode, if you could, go and do me a favor. Go to the top or the bottom of whatever device that you're listening on or whatever platform that you're listening on and rate and review this episode. Let me know what you think. Whether you like it, whether you don't, let me know so I know that what I'm bringing to you is what you want to hear. Like I said, I love hearing from you guys and I love the feedback whenever you tell me that you like an episode or you don't even. I've had a few people that didn't like some of my episodes and that's okay. Uh, My show's not for everybody, but uh, you know, for those that do like it, I do appreciate you. So I want to give a shout out to both of my podcast networks. You've heard me talk about them many times. I have the OIW Podcast Network that I've been a part of for a little while now, and I'm also part of the Avenue Podcast Network now as well. So go out there, look up their stuff. I will have links to their stuff in my show notes to where you can find some of these other awesome podcasts. They've got all kinds of stuff that you can listen to, whether you like travel podcasts or horror story podcasts, or if you want to listen to more wrestling podcasts, there's all kinds of stuff that you can find. So go out there, check out their stuff, and uh, yeah, give them some love as well. I do have merch that's coming. I'm waiting on my prints to come in the mail, and I will be posting pictures of that. It will be through Cups and Teas by Stacia is where all of my stuff will be coming from. You've seen my stickers. Um, You've probably, if you've seen me in person, you've seen my shirt that I wear around. I've got the QR code on the back. I've got all kinds of stuff that's coming out. I'm excited to get this stuff dropped to where you guys can see it and maybe order some of it. You know, that way you can support if you give a dad a podcast. And uh, also, uh, she has all kinds of other stuff available in her Etsy shop and the stuff that she posts on Facebook and Instagram as well. Go out there, check out her stuff. She has all kinds of shirts and hats and mugs and tumblers and you name it she's probably got it so go out there and follow cups and teas by stacia i will have a link to her stuff in my show notes as well 
And lastly, I want to give a shout out to D-Cure. He is the man who created my ending theme song on my show. I really appreciate him. Awesome guy. He is currently making music. He's making a new album with every letter of the alphabet. So right now, I believe that he is about to come out with L. So just go out there and look up his stuff. He has all kinds of great music that he's done, and I'm very appreciative of him. I will also have a link to him in my show notes. If you have a hard time finding any of this stuff, just go to the show notes. I will have links to my podcast networks, to uh, anything that you need. I also have my link tree on there as well if you want to find my social media pages. I love you guys. I hope that you have a wonderful week, and I will see you next time. Bye. Causes beautiful people, then tells us who we have on. The best part of my day, though we're blocked out in my pods. Tell my friends all about it so that they follow along. And the host is kind of nerdy, but guess what? I am as well. I don't feel so alone, and I began walking out of my shell. Heard a story, I need a connection I haven't felt. I'll be looking for the next one, tell then farewell. It's the podcast for me. Have it on, better go see. And listen closely. This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network.